So, Ev, I'm going to give you a little hint. I would like StoryWorth for Mother's Day, okay? Done. I love StoryWorth, and it's my turn, baby. StoryWorth is an online service that helps you and your loved ones preserve precious memories and stories for years to come. Ooh, every week, StoryWorth will email your loved one a thought-provoking question of your choice uh, from their vast pool of options. These are questions you may never have had the chance to ask, like, what's the bravest thing you've ever done in your life? Or if you could see into the future, what would you want to find out? After one year, StoryWorth will compile your loved one's stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that you'll be able to share and revisit for generations to come. The book is going to be amazing, but the journey there will be also a gift in itself. Give all the moms or mother figures in your life a unique, heartfelt gift you'll all cherish for years, StoryWorth. Right now, for a limited time, you'll save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash momdad. That's S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash momdad to save $10 on your first purchase. Storyworth.com slash momdad. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. <laughs> well, welcome, welcome home, family. It's your, your mom, mom and dad. Well, listen, today is a special day, family. Second episode of the week. Second episode of the week, first of all. Yes. Also, we do have a special treat. We felt like it was time to bring in another member of the family, Mm -hmm. a a member that people have not yet been introduced to. Not only is this person uh, Instagram-less, so you won't find them on social media. They don't exist. (laughs) This person is someone who is genuinely a part of our family. It is my very, very best friend, the love of my life, it's Katie. It's Aunt Katie. Katie. (laughs) (laughs) I am so happy to be here. (laughs) Also known as Kate Ball. We call her Kate Ball. We call her, uh, I mean, it's always Aunt Katie because to Ember, it's Aunt Katie. Aunt Katie for life. (laughs) Honestly, (laughs) though, it it is kind of wild because for, I mean, if you've been listening to Chatty Broads, this has been an individual who, whenever I tell a story about a very like wild night in my life or an exciting moment, and I'm always like, I was out with a friend and I try to keep you anonymous sometimes depending on the story. Never say my name. (laughs) I try to keep you anonymous sometimes, you know, just for the protection of the story, but it's always Katie. (laughs) It's always Katie. Yes. When Jess goes out and has these legendary nights, you know, a lot of this is due to the fact that Kate Ball is a part of our lives, you know, and a part of my wife's life. And, you know, here's the thing. She's kind of just a legend in the streets. Katie is such a legend. I don't even quite know how to describe... When I try to tell people about Katie, I try to describe her and then they meet her and then I get the feedback after and they're like, oh my God, it was wilder than I thought it was going to be. You guys, this intro, <laughs> I'm like blushing. <laughs> Lee, don't look. <laughs> <laughs> this is the woman who I met. I mean, how long has it been since we, has it been almost six years now? About six it's years. so wild. So uh, maybe pure about bliss. A pure bliss, honestly, pure bliss. A another member of my family, which you're always the perfect example to me of 
when I hear people talking about like being later in life and meeting friends, I'm always like, that was Katie to me. Like I've had amazing friends, but then when I was maybe 29, I met my best friend for life, which to me is always one of those things where you're like, never shut down meeting new friends because you might meet that person who's going to be your forever person. A hundred percent. Oh, my biggest life regret is that Jess and I didn't go to college together. <laughs> college would have been wild together. And can, I, yeah, can I come? Or, um, no, I probably yeah, not. Yeah. We would have left you at home, Evan, but uh, Evan does get know. left at home we a just, lot. I get left at home we, a lot. We have to it's leave cool. you at home for the stories. That's true. That's true. You can get in the way of the stories sometimes, but we love you. But we do love you. We'll tell it to you when we get home. Yes. Evan is the best. We have, and actually we're recording this Wednesday night. Even though I'm responsible for your guys' relationship. Not really. Yes, I am. (laughs) I connected you guys through, it was my friend group. And you were a part of my friend group. But I didn't meet you One, before her. No, I, uh, she saw me across the room. And I was like, who is this beauty? <laughs> and we locked eyes. <laughs> and cute. we wa- It was a mute cute. And, and we walked like, to the bar. And You look like you only drink beer and champagne. <laughs> I was like, a correct mundo, honey. <laughs> I was like, please sit and talk to me at the bar for... Five hours minimum. Yeah, it was right. one of Evan's mutual friends, a birthday party. And honestly, a birthday party, which in true Katie fashion, which we will get into in this episode because Katie will have all the advice. <laughs> Katie hadn't met the birthday boy and just invited herself. <laughs> she said, I know mut- uh, mutual friends and I'm going to show up even though I've never met him. And it's a small get together because you were somewhat new in town. Very new in town. Did not know his last name, but thought <laughs> I would be an asset, <laughs> which I was, <laughs> you were and uh yeah it was one of evan's friends and we saw each other at the bar and we started to talk and it was genuinely like cut to five hours later and i'm like i remember hopping in the uber with evan and being like i think i just met my like new best friend it was immediate and from then on we would spend many days a week together for like the past six years oh i remember evan being like she does not text anybody and she replies to your text first. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Oh, you mean Jess? Yeah, Jess. yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, she's oh, like, yeah. she doesn't reach out to anybody first. No, I'm never. I'm a horrible texter. I'm notoriously horrible at texting, yeah. but I couldn't resist a Katie text. <laughs> like, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Come to me every That's night. It's a true gauntlet. <laughs> I know. It is. Okay. It really is. We're going to get into this because we yeah. have a lot to break down. The family needs to know about Aunt Katie and the wisdom that Aunt Katie can bring to the stage of this podcast. Oh my gosh, honestly. Um, but first, we have to take a quick pause. So, family, we all know these days grocery store shopping can get expensive. So, we want to know where we can save money grocery shopping. I will tell you that is Thrive Market. Thrive Market is my go to for all of my grocery and household essentials. And the convenience of getting it all quickly shipped to my doorstep is a huge time saver. And as a Thrive Market member, I can save money on every single order. On average, I save over 30% each time. Last time, I saved about $40 on my order. It's amazing. Not only does Thrive Market save money, but they also save us time. They have filters on their website or app uh, that make shopping so much more streamlined. Whether you're looking uh, for certified gluten-free snacks or non-toxic cleaning essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with the click of a button. Oh my gosh, that filter seriously has saved me so much time. Also not roaming grocery store aisles for an hour trying to find that one thing. I throw that Thrive filter on and boom, found baby. And truly Thrive Market carries all my favorite products all in one place from sustainable seafood to clean beauty products. We love it. Join Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to Thrive Market. 
com slash mom dad for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T H R I V E market.com slash mom dad, thrive market.com slash mom dad. So, Katie, it is a supreme honor to have you on because you've never been on a podcast before. <laughs> Ever in my life. This is. <laughs> I'm so nervous. <laughs> we did. The fact of the matter is typically Wednesday is family dinner night. Katie always comes over yes. and has family dinner with Evan and I. And when we family me. dinner, we mean we bring Katie over. We bring Katie over. <laughs> <laughs> and me and Katie talk Evan's ear off for about seven hours and yeah, tell these, us all the stories. These guys are insane. Like all they do, this is literally their relationship. <laughs> Is they go do something really fun mm -hmm. and then talk about it for three or four weeks and then do another fun thing. That's yes. basically the cycle of their life. <laughs> Until you're in the presence of Katie, you don't realize the consistent positive flow of energy that is coming at you at all times. And then when you go out, she's the ultimate go out partner. Yes, correct. Because the energy is always vibrating at a high level. Yes. <laughs> Had I known that I was going to get this many compliments, I would have come on this <laughs> years ago. <laughs> I would have but submitted. Keep it coming. <laughs> Fun fact about Katie is she's our best friend and she's never listened to the podcast yes. before. Yes, she's never heard the podcast, so which makes it so much better. when I go out with Katie, Katie is my supreme PR wing woman where she will go up to random people and be like, have you heard of Chatty Broads or have you heard of your mom and dad? It is the best podcast, most incredible. And then, you know, sidebar is like, I've never listened to it before, but I heard it's amazing. I have to believe it's the best. <laughs> you have to know. You have to know. But here's part of the legend of Katie. You might not have an Instagram, which by the way, when did you officially delete your Instagram? Because when we first started hanging out, you had one. I did. I remember the day, though, that you guys both followed me. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> they like me. And I was like, OK, I guess I'll follow them back in three days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three business days later. Like, yeah, it was on a Friday. I was like, Tuesday will do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I deleted it. Probably at least a year and a half ago. Yeah. Maybe two years. How have you felt? Well, first of all, why did you delete Liberated. It? Yeah. I just feel like social media these days and it's, you know, to each their own. Mm -hmm. But the stuff that I was following was just negative energy to me. Yeah. And I don't know. I just feel better. And I'm not a, cons I'm a consumer. I'm not a sharer. Got right. On there. Right. Yeah. You'd never used to post. Yeah. It was like very rare. So I'm like, what am I consuming? What am I subjecting myself to? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it wasn't positive. So I was like, you know what? I'm gone. And you feel so much better. So much better. Since deleting it. Yes. I also don't like people having access, like just because I have an Instagram account. And they message me that I'm obligated to respond. Yeah, you're mm. a private. So Katie's a yes. Scorpio. <laughs> she is our Scorpio queen, I mean, like our daughter. Team. What are your thoughts on people with the negative Scorpio energy? I feel like I Hater. have a Scorpio, <laughs> Scorpio daughter and people are always like, oh, God, a Scorpio. I'm like, I love a Scorpio. Me and Ember chatted about it and decided haters. <laughs> Seriously. We agreed. I mean... We're the hierarchy. We're like top creme de la creme. <laughs> Another thing, if you guys haven't already picked up on this, Katie has an unbelievable sense of loving oneself. Yes. 
Like that's something that I noticed that it's like, you know, there's one thing to be like cocky or another thing to be like trying to love yourself or another thing to like remind to your love yourself. But then there's like the genuine people that like have the thing of just like, I inherently am just happy to be me. Mm-hmm. And I find that fascinating because generally I don't like much <laughs> about what about myself. So I'm always like, I'm in therapy. I'm like talking to myself. I'm like, yeah, hey, everything's fine. You know what I mean? But to genuinely wake up and look at yourself in the mirror and be like, you're the shit is so foreign to me. And it's like when I meet someone like this, I'm like, what? What planet are you on? Like <laughs> Mars. Katie. <laughs> planet planet Katie. Katie. Planet Katie. Come, come, come. <laughs> it's a party. Um, <laughs> Take the party bus. Uh, <laughs> she never said no to a party bus. No. This is one of the things that she will have on her tombstone. It's yes. already been decided. Yes. Yeah. It's like. My mom's proud. <laughs> and, you, and, and we've talked about this a little bit in the past, but like, was there a turning point for you or was it just the day that you opened your eyes? You were just like, life's fucking awesome and I love myself. Or did did you ever like go through an arc where this was a struggle or was it just generally like the serotonin's pumping, everything's good? I think the latter. Like, I think I literally was born... Positive. So there's no hope. What the hell? <laughs> so, <laughs> I was, I was hoping for a hero's arc. <laughs> no, I mean, I have, I have worked on it. I feel like sure. more as an adult, as like life gets more serious. Yeah. I like read self-help books. Yes, you do. And I, you know, talk to friends and I'm like, okay, how do you make lemonade out of lemons? Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, because you yeah. haven't had, life has had quite its turmoil in your life we won't get into that those are private per- we're keeping yeah. katie's personal life personal because you know she's off the instagram and all that but you know yes. it hasn't been an easy journey for you but yet here you are life hasn't always been sunshine but i'm like what's the positive thing to take from it mm. and that's like the focus like it's not what you don't have it's what you do have which is so cliche but like i don't know i just like look at moments like what am i grateful for And that's what I focus on. I think naturally I lean towards that way because at a young age, you know, stuff has happened that I'm like, okay, how do we pivot from this? Yeah. How do we make a good situation out of something that's not so great? Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it's just like finding those moments. And it could even be like I was out on a walk the other day and I'm like, oh, my God, all the flowers are in bloom. And this is amazing. And everything's so colorful and beautiful. Yeah, she'll call me and be like, isn't it amazing outside today? I'm <laughs> just like, I've been in my dark cave, yeah. just curled up in a ball for the forest. Lee's looking yeah. over here like hours. the same. He's like, what the hell yeah. is going on? Or I'm like watching The Housewives and I'm like texting <laughs> Jess, like, if you and I were to ever go on a girl's trip, we would be sharing a room. Like, that's a fact. And those who watch The Housewives know that that's like a thing. Yeah, that's it is a thing. thing. And The Housewives do bring you a lot of joy. <laughs> they bring me so much joy. It's like disturbing. <laughs> Like, bravo, 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 bravo. (laughs) No, but Katie's Katie's, um, energy and state of mind is something that for myself personally, I, I shared honestly on our last episode about how, you know, been in a panic attack, anxiety spiral tunnel and meeting Katie was, and I, like I said, I shared about it on the last episode where I was saying that I think a form of self-care is being able to choose your friends, especially as you're getting older and like the realization of like, oh, you can choose the people that you surround yourself with. And I remember when I met you, 
and you were just number one pumping the positive energy but also number two it's like encouragement central like 24 7 letting me know that you think i'm amazing if you go into a bathroom and you see Katie in a bathroom, she is hyping up every single person in that bathroom like to go out there and get it and how perfect they are and how amazing they are. And I'm like, this is the energy that I need in my life. And it genuinely helps my mental health (laughs) and my anxiety so much. So, I mean, whatever these self-help books you're reading and all of that. The link's in the bio. (laughs) Don't Don't get it twisted, you guys. I am powerless when it comes to competing with the human happy pill over here <laughs> powerless <laughs> okay like i'll do i'll like let's say let's say we're going through something or jess is going through i'll do everything i can <laughs> to like talk and like figure out the best way to you know provide some sort of love and happiness i'll get about halfway there and then i'll just i'll literally just tell her you should invite katie over she should hang and i know <laughs> that everything will be solved I'm oh. like that corella Cred- <laughs> deville meme like it is literally the happy pill. Um, okay, I have a question for you. So okay. in our time together, um, we've, you know, we've had many wonderful, crazy nights together. I've also taken you with me whenever I'm doing anything in the Bachelor world. Another thing that Katie doesn't do, she doesn't listen to our podcast, <laughs> and she also doesn't watch The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. So whenever I take Katie to any sort of Bachelor or Bachelor event, she knows no one. So I'm looking around going like, oh, there's such and such. There's such and such. And this is just like, no idea. Going to go hit on him and just scooch on. He's cute. I'm like, oh, gosh, that's that's what's his face. That's the lead. That's the bachelor. Like, But is he single? Yeah. That's all I need to know. Goes over. But here's the thing. One thing that always consistently comes up when I take you to these bachelor and bachelorette events and I think Dave Neal said it on our podcast. I think Katie Thurston has said it on our podcast that everyone's like, Katie needs to audition for The Bachelor. What are your yes. thoughts on this? Would you ever do it? Okay. <laughs> this is your audition. I, I'm like, where am I looking? Um, I would never say never. Okay. But I also feel like I'm like 32. Bleep that out, Lee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let them think I'm 26. You just, just, just take it again. Just yeah, it. Yeah, 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 from the top. Try to cut that. Cut the that. whole podcast over. <laughs> no, but there's, there are, I mean, I know. There should be more people, I believe, who are a little bit older on the show, but there's definitely people who are in their 30s on the show. I know, but I'm so private that I feel like I yeah. wouldn't give it justice to like go on and like expose everything. Would the. If you were to go on, would you stay Instagramless? That's a great question. I don't know. Because then there all of a sudden, if you were to go on, there's opportunities where you're like, oh, I can start influencing and I can start shilling maybe, some stuff out. Maybe it would be like my rebirth on Instagram. <laughs> you don't you have no I'm Instagram like- <laughs> until until after you get kicked off the show. I mean, you would never get kicked off. I would win. <laughs> like, is there a number one? Is there, is there a trophy? My competitiveness comes out. I'm like, but how do I win? 
Oh, we can help you with that. Uh, our friends over at a podcast called Game of Roses wrote a book about it. They could literally help you. And they You'd coach. Be I will that. Yeah, you can read it. They'll coach you and you will win the show. On the show, okay. there's a lot of well, drama about people, quote, not being on the show for the right reasons, like trying to get more followers or trying to get famous. Right. You would have the ultimate excuse saying, I don't even have an Instagram. Yeah, like that I'm here for love. ultimate in. Which here's the thing. I feel like there's actually people on the show that would be worth meeting. Yeah, yeah. Like, a thousand percent. And that would be like, okay, we might be like-minded. Yeah. So it, it Ooh, is interesting. It's happening. The wheels are turning. <laughs> I'm like, she's single. <laughs> <laughs> like, perhaps. It's not a no, but it's also like that would be a lot of energy. Yeah. I remember talking with Becca about it and the amount of money that people spend because they buy all of the clothes. I would just go in your room. <laughs> Go. Just she knows about the room, guys. <laughs> I would just go into the room and pack a suitcase and wheel it out. <laughs> and, and no one would know <laughs> anything I'd left, by the way. <laughs> and hope for the best. Katie I'd be like, Amber, pick out a few things and throw it in here. <laughs> Katie does know about the room. We've been backsliding a little bit. Okay, well, Can you we know. be honest about this? There's right, been a well, little bit of backsliding. We've had events. <laughs> Yeah, okay. exactly. Thank you. Yes, we've, we've had, had some, had some parties. <laughs> That's another thing about Katie is that no matter what, she'll always take Jess's side and, well, and betray me immediately. <laughs> yes, exactly. She's uh, perfect and she does no wrong in my life. <laughs> I have no me. ally here. Put it on the tombstone. <laughs> Jess is perfect. See, this is the type of best friend you need, yes, everybody. Yes. Someone who will help keep you delusional. Yeah. <laughs> when, when there's things you need to like, work on. And Katie looks at me and go, Katie, I should probably work on that. And Katie goes, no, you don't need to work on anything. You're perfect just the way you are. I'm like, all right, going back to my ways. Listen, I know you crashed the car in a ditch. Leave it there. No one cares about a car anyways. It's in Let's Evan's take name. It over. Yeah, Evan will deal with it. Like, that is literally what like, Fred Katie is. Like, Evan's like, who needed a car anyways? Leave it in the ditch. Let's go onto this party. Honestly, we have places to go and Text people Evan, to he'll see. grab it. <laughs> Text Evan the problem. That's exactly what happens every single time is anytime I get into shit and Katie just goes, just text Evan. He'll figure it out. Let's keep going. I'm like, all right. Sounds good. Oh my god! But I would love to see you on our screen. That would be legendary. I want the I want the privacy for you because I do know one of the things about Katie with the no Instagram, which number one, I've seen, I mean, firsthand because we've been friends throughout the whole, the whole thing is when you deleted Instagram, I did see a lightness to you that I was like, Oh, I want that. That's beautiful and freeing and refreshing. Yeah. But also you are a private person and my Scorpio queen, and you've helped teach me about boundaries and privacy and that like, it's okay. It's good. You have your boundaries, you got your privacy. Um, but I will tell you all one thing. So Katie is currently single and ready to mingle. Gentlemen. <laughs> Start your engines. Like, you can DM the bad mom. Two D's. Oh God. Just <laughs> two D's. It's still two D's, isn't it's it? It's still two D's. Still two D's. Yeah. All but, your applications. <laughs> but, but I will tell you this, when we do go out and Katie is, you know, talking to a fellow that she might be interested in, without fail in this current world we live in, when the guy doesn't, no one asks for numbers anymore. No. No one asks for numbers. We've learned this now that you don't have an Instagram. They always ask, what's your Instagram? And when Katie says, I don't have one, they 
always think you're lying every time they always think you're rejecting them like in a soft way and they're like well you could just be honest with me and say you didn't and you're like no i I really i don't have one i should be like here's my hinge profile yeah are you on any apps right now no no apps so you're just you're just basically like in the 90s not even the um, 1900s. She has a Venmo. She does let oh, people I do. know that. I do have a Venmo. <laughs> so if they want to bribe me for a date, we'll link it in the bio. I have it. Yeah, I'm the bad mom. <laughs> for the code. I have been out and about when a gentleman asks for her Instagram and she instead gives them her Venmo. Smart. And sometimes. I'm a businesswoman. She is yeah. a businesswoman. And sometimes, like, you know what? We they sent through some money and they we had the drinks and we're like gracias and you will and you might just send them back in the comment the number if you feel like the it was no no <laughs> <laughs> no 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 this is it's a just like a street. gift from god yeah right right yeah a gift from on high yeah exactly okay you've given out the email sometimes sometimes i have given out an email that's wild to meet a girl at a bar and be like, what's your email? No, no, no. They don't ask for that. Well, I know what I'm saying. To get an email is like a wild move. It's funny. No, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's memorable, right? It's yeah. memorable. It's like a, a number or a, uh, or an Instagram or something like that is very like run of the mill. But if you get an email, be like, yo, bro, I got her email. Like what? So Jess and I were actually out recently and one of the guys working at the bar is like, oh, your girls are back. And we're like, yeah, we're here. Yeah. And he goes, I really want to take you on a date. Can I please have your number? And <laughs> Jess knows this, but I very rarely. It's very rare. It's like, I don't even know what it has to be for me to give out my number, but it does not happen. I mean, happen. it has to be like a, a deep spark where, yeah, where and I, I, it doesn't happen very often. No, that's for sure. It's very, very rare. This guy's like, please, can I have your number? I'm like, you know what? We come here often. I will give you one digit of my phone number every time I come back here. And if I come back here enough while you're here and you get my entire number, it is fate and I will go on a date with you. So wow. so he's up to plus one. <laughs> oh, you started with the country. Oh, that's brutal. She looks at him and she goes, he's like, all right, I'm ready. She goes, plus one. Oh, no, plus one. And then she's and- like, parentheses. <laughs> we'll, we'll think about the parentheses, how I'm feeling that night. But <laughs> God, you, He's got to see yeah. you like another 11 times. <laughs> and then that's serendipity. <laughs> that is like a movie. Oh, plus it's one is the ultimate burn. <laughs> <It's true. laughs> yeah, well. Okay, family, quick pause from this conversation. So full transparency, I've always wanted to start composting, but for years I didn't because to be honest, it just, it felt overwhelming and complicated to me. I know not an excuse, but it's the truth. But I discovered Lomi by Pila and all that changed. My Lomi allows me to turn my food scraps into dirt with the push of a button. Lomi is a countertop electric composter that turns scraps to dirt in under four hours. And by the way, there's no smell when it runs and it's 
so quiet. It's incredible. And thanks to Lomi, we have way less garbage each week. I'm talking uh, going from three bags down to one. Like this morning, I was making Ember a smoothie and boom, all the food, scra- food scraps went straight into the Lomi and Ember loves being able to participate and use it too. Yeah, it's so fun. And like Evan said, since we got our Lomi, we throw out way less garbage, which means it's not going to landfills and producing methane. Instead, we can turn our waste into nutrient-rich dirt. And by the way, I love that the Lomi is not huge, so it can go right on your kitchen kitchen countertop or you can put it in your laundry room. I know that Evan, your sister, uh, has it in her garage. Mm-hmm. Anywhere you want, it fits. And if you want to start making a positive environmental impact or just make uh, cleanup after dinner that much easier, Lomi is perfect for you. Head to Lomi.com slash momdad and use the promo code momdad to get $50 off your Lomi. That's $50 off when you go to lomi.com slash momdad and use promo code momdad at checkout. Food waste is gross. Let Lomi save you a cold trip out to the garbage can. Oh my goodness. I want to tell you all about my most favorite thing. You all know what it is. It's Vegamore, the apple of my eye when it comes to my hair and scalp health because it's made with clean ingredients and it works. I've personally seen an amazing hair transformation since I started using Vegamore. I am so grateful for them. They are my favorite. With Vegamore, you're able to have visibly thicker, fuller, shinier, and longer hair, all without harsh ingredients. And Vegamore's shampoo and conditioner is my absolute favorite because it makes taking care of my hair health so easy. I'm going to shampoo and condition anyway, so I use Vegamore and it makes staying consistent so simple. Also, I highly suggest their Grow Essentials Kit, where you get to try more than one amazing product at a great savings. When you sign up for a monthly subscription, you save more and you never run low on the products you need to take care of your hair. And by the way, their Grow Serum is a yes. Fun fact, Vegamore sells one bottle of Grow Serum every 15 seconds on their website. That is how good this stuff is. Give yourself the hair you never thought you could have with Vegamore. For a limited time, our listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash momdad and use code momdad at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash momdad, code momdad to save 20% on your first order. Vegamore.com slash momdad, code momdad. Okay, well, speaking of this, though, we posted on our Instagram and we said, listen, we have a legend coming on. And when I tell you all, like, as you can hear, it is there is legendary action that goes on when Katie is out and about. I have to say this. This is a fact. I have never been around someone like Evan was saying, number one, with the self-love, also with the confidence where I then walk away feeling like just watching your confidence. I feel like a million bucks. So I'm like, OK, Katie is now single. I've seen her out on the town. I see her doing her thing. So I know the family will probably want to send in questions about dating advice that we can discuss and specifically hear from you because, you know, give the people what they want. (laughs) You're the the expert. I don't know if I'm an expert, but trust and believe I've dated losers Mm -hmm. to winners You've dated and everything. I've in dated between, everything though. in between. So I feel like I can offer maybe, hopefully, some helpful advice. Yeah. Okay. Well, off of that, a very, very frequent question that we were getting was involving going out and meeting people. A lot of people were saying, 
when they're not on the apps, they don't know how to meet people in real life. And how do if you're at like a bar or if you're, you know, at a restaurant, wherever out and about, how do you break the barrier and break the ice essentially to go up and talk to someone that you might be interested in? What are your thoughts, Katie? (laughs) There's many. (laughs) There's a lot of different tactics. One that I think is actually easy and disarming you see a cute boy across the room and you just wave. I've seen you that make, work You make so eye contact much. and you just like smile and wave. <clears throat> and it's like, you don't need to say anything. Mm-hmm. You don't need to like, be like, oh, what's he going to say back or anything like that? You just wave. And if he denies you, you're like, oh, I was waving to the boy behind you. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, that wasn't you. That's also another thing real quick, just to, just to add to this, is that Katie is a master of keeping you on your toes. As a man, she is incredible at being like, I'll show you I like you, but at the first sign of this is not going the way I want it to, I will immediately retain control of the situation. Like even for you to have that in your back pocket was such a clutch move. Which is part of, I feel like an incredible tactic when you're out in the dating world is that you are, you have fucking fun. Yes. That's uh, that I, I never feel like take that's myself what I've seen. too seriously. Yes. Even the Ever. wave. If I'm thinking about a girl waving at me, it's like a fun it's a fun <laughs> yeah, move. It's so sweet. It's not it's, it's like not and it's also yeah, it's very sweet. And it's also um it's like a, a very easy icebreaker that's not like now we have to have a conversation. It's just enough to kind of go, are we on the same page? And if not, it's already over. Exactly. Versus like jumping through. I think that's a great way to do it. Oh, and then it's like so then when the I've watched this many times too, which is, is again, you not taking yourself too seriously ever. And you're just having a good time. It's like the idea of when you're out, you are like, I'm here to have a good time. I'm not here to meet people. But if I happen to see someone that I might be interested in, well, then why not? Let's have a good time. Let's engage. I have seen on so many occasions where you wave to a guy and then he'll walk over. And the first thing Katie will say when she looks at him and she goes, what are you doing here? <laughs> the and the guy's just like, oh, I thought you were. <laughs> He's like, well, while you're over here, you might as well buy me a drink. <laughs> bing, bing. And honestly, it works every time. <laughs> it does work. I've seen it work many, many times. Sometimes even if they're unsure, you just wave them over. Just a little wave. And you're like, yeah, you come here. And they come over and then you pull that. Who? Like, why are you here? What are you doing here? <laughs> and you just, you're like, huh? And they're so confused. And they're so confused. And that, I mean, that's and the way to have the it. Ice. Because then they're like, and then you're in the loose. power position. And then just always in the power position. And then, you know, if there's a spark, there's a spark. Got it. That's the thing, too, is in the just having fun, I think. Another question that it was kind of intertwined with what I just asked you was a lot of people saying like, well, what if I go up and I initiate something with someone and they reject me? Mm. I feel like for you, I kind of laugh it off. Yeah. I'm just like, whatever. Like they're clearly, they don't get my humor. They don't get me. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't be a match anyway. I don't take it personally. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. Okay. Bye-bye. And What's next? Instead of mm. sitting then in that like rejection, what I've then witnessed is when you then jump and you go, oh, they're lost. Not for me. The night 
takes a different turn because I remember before Evan and I were married when I was single and I'd have those moments where all of a sudden I would like put myself out there and I'd get rejected. It was like I would cave in on myself and the next few days just was a spiral. And I was like thinking about mm. like, why was I not good enough for that person? And then I've wasted numerous days on someone I don't even who doesn't like me, who I don't care about, who's not the person for me. And what I've seen with you is when you just go up oh, they're a loss and you just throw it behind your shoulder. Then I watch you within five minutes. Made a hotter guy. <laughs> made a hotter guy. <laughs> like 10 or, out of 10. Or even just then have a great night with friends. Oh, and that you're just too. like, yeah. screw it. Like we're just having a good laugh and a good time. And we're meeting yeah. some amazing women in the bathroom and we're going that and too. hanging out with them after. So would yeah. you say that the solution is no pressure? No pressure. And honestly, other people's opinions of me is none of my business. Mm -hmm. It's kind of my like mantra mm -hmm. where I'm like, I don't care what you think. I'm going to have a good time. I'm going out with all my girlfriends. That's if that's all we do. That's like the night, mm. you know, like we're having a good time. And if we meet a boy or two or whatever, then that's fun. But that doesn't make our night out. Yeah, I think the idea where I know, again, when I was single that I used to be like hyper focused on was like my night is I mean, I was just, I was guilty of this. I was like, my night is going to be focused on meeting someone that totally. I can maybe date. And I lost a lot of good days and yeah. nights on that instead of just being like, I'm here with my amazing friends or meeting new amazing friends out and we're going to have a blast. And if I ha end up bumping into someone and wanting to wave to them, well, cool. Totally. But and we're don't get me wrong. <laughs> there were plenty of nights where me and my girlfriends are going out with a bow and arrow. Like we are literally <laughs> on the hunt. Yeah. Who's the like, Literally like pow, you know, <laughs> like don't get me wrong. But I think as I've gotten older, it's mm -hmm. just more about like the relationships with your friends. And nurturing that. Mm -hmm. And when you show confidence and kind of a more like carefree attitude, it's going to attract more people that want to be around that energy. Mm. Yeah. And Absolutely. you can decide like yes or no if that fits with what I'm looking for. Another thing about you is I do feel like Though there's the part that you go in without the expectation to have a good time, there's also a level of planning that you do sometimes put into it that's like, okay, if I do happen to bump into someone that I like, what's an easy way to start a fun conversation? <laughs> you are, in my opinion, <laughs> kind of an expert at this because the woman is creative with her ways of starting up a conversation to break the ice of, hey, I think you're cute. And one of these ways that she just mentioned to me, well, so Evan is um, going to be working with some artists at Stagecoach uh, uh, in two days, yeah. in two days. And we are joining Evan. So, so excited. Before we started recording this, Katie found a stack of old Valentines from Ember's craft <laughs> she box. She brought them. She brought them. <laughs> I had to. They need a visual. I love it. <laughs> if you're not watching Which, the YouTube. <laughs> truthfully, though, where did these come from? Because I have no idea. we blinked and they were out of the craft Yeah, bar, and, so. and Ember had Valentines everywhere, her old <laughs> Valentines. And all of a sudden, Katie looked at them and saw these Valentines options and she's like, I'm going to use these for potential dates at Stagecoach. And I'm like, what do you mean? Shall I explain? Please. 
So each of these little Valentines have little <laughs> notes on them, as Valentines do. This one that stuck out to me, though, was You, I Like You. They're all Star Wars, by they're the way. They're all Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Which yeah, I, I never watch, so I have she's no never idea. Seen it. <laughs> so Another thing she's never seen. <laughs> I've, like, seen them once. Like, I learned at 25 that Darth Vader was... Luke Skywalker. Oh my dad. God! Spoiler alert. Yeah. Oh my God. Cut that. Cut that out because I do not want the fans to be mad at me. Um. So all these Valentines. So what I'm gonna do is in the you I like you. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna write my number down <laughs> and my name because who knows if I've said my name at that point. The other ones that are like, wait for me, Valentine, or Valentine, you're out of this world. I'm going to write, oh, play again. <laughs> and so I'm literally going to put it into the fate of the gods and my master, like, you know, craftsmanship, depending on if I really want to give them my number. I will give them, oh, play again. Play like, again or like, oh, like, thanks for playing. More like thanks for playing. playing again means like I get another shot. Okay, thanks for the copyright. So maybe <laughs> I just put on maybe next time. Right, right. Okay, I got it. Like the pressure's off me, and it's you're not rejecting you, them. You picked did. wrong. Yeah, yeah, magic didn't work in your favor this so time. So you're gonna fan the cards out. So I'll fan the cards out, and they'll pick. And if it's someone I really like, I'll point. I'll either put all three with my number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then you know I'm making yes. fate work in my favor yeah of course, of course a great quote is the cards might not always be i might always play scratch that <laughs> <laughs> it's something about like i might not always get the right hand but the cards always work in my favor got it, oh, okay. got it, got so it, that's it, it. the just i like it i'm like lee <laughs> Come on. so if i like them we'll get three of these mm-hmm. of my numbers if we don't all of these and if we're like Let's actually see what fate has to stay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll mix it in. Uh, We're like, I actually don't know. So we'll see if, you know, the gods want this to happen. Right. And so then you'll just go up to random guys at stagecoach that you might think are cute or that you've talked yeah. to for like a minute or two, fan yeah. out the cards. And I'll be like, let's see where the night can take us. It's a fantastic idea. It's a fantastic idea. And it, it takes, I think another thing it's that. It's funny. It's so funny. But I think what's very interesting about this from someone who could think less like this, like like my brain is so not this way, is to go into a night of like partying or fun or just socializing with a little bit of a strategy, which yes. is something you guys do and it always becomes effective. Like Which just taught <clears throat> me that by the yes. way. So She's both of them I'm both of them strategic. will kind of just have slight strategies for the evening. So if like, oh, we're gonna go to this birthday party and we know that these ten people are gonna be there. Mm-hmm. So instead of just showing up to the party, chilling, whatever happens, happens, there's always a slight angle of like, oh, I do know that I, I've always wanted to meet them or I feel, feel like we'd be close friends. So I'm just gonna be a little more aware about these points or a little bit more aware about the fact that you know we would connect over this and then every single time these guys come back from something they connected with those people now they're hanging out with them there's a relationship there or they they wanted an opportunity they got the opportunity and i think from an outsider's perspective it really shows the value of having a little bit of social strategy yes because or else you can really i can get in my head one of the last times katie and i were out there was a specific woman that i wanted to meet and i'm like she i'm 
think she's so talented and amazing. I'm like, I want to like get connected with her. And so I knew she was going to be at this event. So what I did ahead of time um, is I made a reservation um, later in the evening for more people than just me and Katie out. So I'm like, okay, if we do connect, then we can, we have somewhere to go after like, Hey guys, we're going to this restaurant afterwards to get some late night snacks. Like, do you want to come? And that can work out sometimes. Genius. You know? So you just have a little bit of a plan and you kind of put that in motion um, of, like we were saying before, where it's like you go in and have fun, but there's yeah. also the idea of, yeah, you can go in with a little bit of an idea of how you want the night to go. Like you can kind of create it before, or create it ahead of time. Right. You it's know? like bowling with bumpers. That's Oh, it. interesting. And you know I'm a bowler. <laughs> She's a big bowler. You can go bowling <laughs> with those bumpers and have a good time, but... You're going to introduce risky. a lot of risk. But if you put the bumpers on, a little bit of thought beforehand, you can create mm -hmm. a much more enjoyable experience. A thousand percent. That's why I love a million reservations. When we go out, I make like My 12 queen. reservations. And if there's a place that we're not vibing with and we're like, ah, oh, you know, the energy here is just a little low. We have a spot that we can go to right yes. afterwards and we can bounce around. Um, but with these Valentine's cards. Ember's a genius for flipping these out. She yeah. pulled them the out and Katie knew. And so I know yeah. and we're going to be at Stagecoach and she's going to be fanning out these cards for certain guys that she thinks are cute. It's going to be, first of all, if nothing comes of it, we're all dying laughing the entire time right. because yeah. we're going to be watching Katie going up to random guys <laughs> fanning about being like, pick a card, let fate decide. And they're like, what the hell is going like, on? Worst case scenario, <laughs> like, it's a hilarious time. Best case, you meet your husband. I mean, like, right. like you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like a hundred percent. Like we're <clears throat> laughing mm -hmm. or I mean, maybe I fall in love. Exactly. Who knows? We've the woman's been known to uh, bust out a cootie catcher that she's made, you know, those little things oh, yeah. where she's written numbers on it and gone up to random guys at a bar and been like, pick a number. And the conversations are so funny that come from it. And a lot of times it's just funny conversations, but it does yes. create something that I think when people are asking like, hey, I don't really know how to start this, you might hear it and go, oh my God, that feels bold. Like a loser. <laughs> That's embarrassing. <laughs> right. And you know what? It is a little bit. And we have so much fun doing it. When you're able to just 100%. be like, who cares? Like, I'm just having fun and we're going to get a good laugh out of it. And the right person thinks that that's fun. It's fascinating because I think that like, you know, if you're single and you're thinking about talking to someone, it can be really scary. Of course. Totally. Um, but what's interesting is like, it's so not scary if you just look at it from like, the basic element of like, if you saw someone do it, you wouldn't be like, that was insane. Or if your friend mm -hmm. went and talked to a guy, you wouldn't be like, that was insane. But when you do it, it's like, Oh, what, uh, yeah. my whole identity's wrapped up into this. And I think the message I'm getting from this is like, don't wrap your identity into it. Totally. Like don't wrap your whole soul into this just moment of talking to some random person, like make it meaningless almost to where you're just having fun and your, and your focus is fun. And then what you said was, which was the positive energy will attract. I couldn't agree more. If I was single in a bar and I was hanging out with one or two friends and I saw a group of girls that were just having fun, that would be so much more attractive and 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 enticing to me to like want to try and talk to you guys than if it was like kind of intense and kind of serious and I'm trying to kind of like you know talk to you really or you're trying to like talk to me and it's like now we have have to force this conversation but if it's just funs going on in the room then even all your friends are involved and then your friends are talking to their friends and like it those kind of things happen it's just enjoying 
your time that you're sitting in. I know for myself, obviously not single, but then being around. <laughs> yeah, when, yeah, I'm like, yeah, what? exactly. Since when, guys? I was like, wait, are you guys married? Yeah. <laughs> Is this a thing? <laughs> Since when? <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> That's going to really change the dynamic. Yeah. I'm like, what's uh, this weekend going to be like? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like for myself, uh, just being your friend, when I observed you doing that, when you were, you know, interested in potentially getting to know someone on a romantic level, seeing that from you helped me. Now, what you all might not know is that Katie and I met maybe six or seven months before Chatty Broad started. And the only reason that I had the courage to go up to Becca, who I didn't know very well, and just say, hey, you know what? I've got this wild hair. Would you ever be interested in starting a podcast? I've never done one, and I know that I don't have, you know, any followers or notoriety, but my husband's got a studio in the back and I feel like we have great conversation when we're together. I never would have done that before because I was way too in my head about like, what's someone going to think of me is, am I going to seem embarrassing to this person? Um, and I would get so caught up in this idea of like how I would appear or come off that I just wasn't, didn't have that bravery. But then you and I started hanging out for like six, seven months and I would watch you when you were out where you just were like, this is me. I'm amazing. I saw you be amazing. You'd make me feel amazing with that energy that all of a sudden when it came to business, I was like, I'm taking that energy that Katie puts that I see at when we're out, when she's meeting guys and I'm putting that into business. And because of that, I felt the courage where I normally would have been way too shy to ever bring that up to Becca. And she said, yes. And then all of a sudden I have a whole new career path. And there's four years of chatty broads. And worst case, she just said, oh, you know what? I'm not interested. And worst case, she it's goes, over. you know what? Uh, yeah, maybe or I think it's I might go deal. in a different direction. And what that taught me is I kept watching you. And then I've continued to try to do that as I continue in business and just go, you know what? I shoot my shot with guests. When I go to bachelor events, I go to people and I feel really, really nervous because I'm like, uh, I don't know this person and maybe they heard me talk and maybe I said some weird shit about them. <laughs> but I just go up and I go, hey, I don't know if you've heard me before, but I've talked about you in my podcast and I thought you were great in this way or sorry if you heard that about, you know, what I said about you in this way. And I will tell you, yeah, sure. Sometimes it flops, but a lot of times it ends up going really well when you're just true to yourself, you know? And it sounds so corny, but it's so true. It's so true. Yeah. And not being, which I think you're giving me a little too much credit. I'm not. Trust me. Evan knows. He saw my life change I don't as believe soon as it. we started. I don't believe it. <laughs> but because I think you're amazing. Thank you. And I'm a confident queen. But I think a lot of people just get in their heads about things. And it's like it really in the grand scheme of life. And maybe that is because I've suffered from, mm -hmm. I don't want to say suffered, but like just had hardships, which, you know, everyone has. But like yeah. the grand hardships in life, those are tough, right? Mm -hmm. Going up to someone and being like, hey, let's start a podcast. If they say no, like whatever. Mm -hmm. mm. Like it really, in comparison, does not matter. So maybe that's where my little like aloof way of being like, yeah, I'm going to put myself out there because in the end of the day, does not matter. Mm. 
I love that. That's, That's actually really good to remember. It's very good to remember. Yeah, yeah. like just have fun and I, don't take yourself too seriously. And there was a lot of messages too. Another common question was, when I want to go out on the town, when I want to meet people, what do I do if I don't have that confidence? There's been a hundred times where Jess has come over and I'm like, I'm not feeling it. I think the biggest thing is just like believing in your own value. Yeah. And that you uh. deserve the world. And people who respond that way are people who see that you deserve the world. And if they don't, then they don't see your value as you do. And you just need to kick them to the curb. I always had this picture in my mind a little bit of like, you know, when people are like, oh, like, you know, there can be such a thing as too high of standards. And then I met Katie. I'm like, no, I don't think so. Mm. Like, you know what your worth is. But what's interesting, too, just to add to this, is that like when I <clears throat> observe Katie over the years, is like she she has high standards, but they're not like high in the way that like you better have this 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 and this no she it's almost like a character thing or like mm -hmm. an, a personality thing because you've dated all different types of people yeah you've dated the like guy who's got the degrees and the, the looks and you've dated the guy that doesn't have all that at the same level yeah because you're because you're you know what i'm saying and i think what's yes <laughs> i do yeah. <laughs> More what I'm saying More is compliments. like <laughs> I saw the light fade from her eyes as I was saying that. Like talk about <laughs> kicking a girl when she's no, no, but what I'm saying is like Where's the compliment? <laughs> the compliment is in the fact <laughs> where is it in here? It's gotta be somewhere like in there. <laughs> no, what I'm what more what I'm getting to is like she doesn't you 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 have a standard and you have stuff you want but you're also willing to um like look past maybe what you ha normally have on paper yes to find personality and find some a spark to find something you know what i'm saying like you're not like if you don't match this exact criteria you're out you have this criteria in your head but then at the same time you're willing to be open yeah and i think that's more what i've seen is like the the the, the you have a high standard because you respect yourself but you're also willing to look past certain things that you normally would be on paper to see something special in someone. And I think that's, you know, cause people can get really caught up in like lists. Yes. If you don't match these things, then you're yeah. out, you know, and they can miss yeah. gems. You what know? are your thoughts on the lists? I'm not saying I don't have a list, but I think when I meet somebody, it's a hundred percent energy Yeah, and like, do we vibe? And so some of the things I'm like, what's negotiable and what's not. Mm-hmm. But I think now I've gone through some breakups where I'm like, oh, this needs to be a non-negotiable. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I think it, the list needs to be your like 10 qualities of what you require. And then like the rest is fluid, mm -hmm. I guess. Got it. Yeah. I mean, based on some of my recent breakups, I'm like, there's definitely a list. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, yikes. We have some things that were in, written in permanent Sharpie marker. Yeah, right. Double At underlined. Sharpie. <laughs> At Sharpie. Sharpie the sponsor. Just <laughs> to get Sharpie. What is Sharpie you? listening? <laughs> I think of all the things. If anyone could get us a, a sponsor, it'd be Katie. She'd like, just be like, I'm just putting it out there. Sharpie two beats. Yeah. Two beats. <laughs> two beats. <laughs> two E's, I meant. Um, I yeah. have a question for. Oh, yeah. No, keep going. Keep going. What were you going to say? 
No, that was kind of it. That just like, for me, it's all vibe. Yeah. And attraction. Like, is that that instant spark? That's why, honestly, I'm not on dating apps because I know immediately if we will vibe or not when I meet somebody in person. Like, I can talk to somebody all day long and be like, oh, yeah, they're cool. And then I meet them in person. I'm like, it's a no. So she is a, the example of Love is Blind not working. She Love is Blind would not be the show for her. Probably not. Probably not. Because uh, that's what that show is, is that people are like talking in these, you know. By the way, yeah, she doesn't know any of this, but like. She, it, 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 she, <laughs> I did watch season oh, one. Okay, oh, so you okay. And I did have okay. somebody that I knew that I went to college with oh, on this last season, but I oh, haven't watched shit. it yet. Okay, okay. So I maybe. I won't name names. Name but names. I did go to the Ohio State University. <laughs> <laughs> hint, hint. hint, hint. Yeah. Tea being dropped. DM the bad mom. <laughs> That's just the go to. At Sharpie. I know. DM <laughs> at Sharpie. Collab with at Honestly, the bad mom. At Sharpie, at the bad mom, at Tripper Sounds. <laughs> oh, okay. But, but off what you were saying about not. So if dating apps are not your thing, yeah. A, another very common question that we were getting from the family was how do you meet people if it's not on dating apps? Because obviously dating apps really do work for a lot of people. I'm like my dad and my stepmom, they met on a dating app. God bless. They're very much in love. I know so many people totally. who it works out for, but some people like yourself, it just isn't it just doesn't work. It's not my vibe. Yeah. So what about the people who don't want to do the dating apps or they want to try something other than the dating apps. What are your thoughts on meeting people out and about? Because one specific question we got is someone was like, I'm from a small town, which I know you originally are from as well. Yes. yes. How do you feel like, where do you meet people? Yeah. So it depends on what your interests are, right? Yeah. Like if you like to go out and you have a good group of girls or even, you know, one girl. I'm yeah. Like, it's me and Jess normally <laughs> hitting the town, but just like someone that'll go out with you and can be a good wing woman. Just like mm -hmm. where your interests are, I guess. Mm. Like, are you in book club? Are you in a runner's club? Mm -hmm. Are you like even in the grocery store? Yeah. The like, grocery store kind of is a hot spot, huh? I've had a lot of people actually come on to me in a grocery store. Yeah. If you which, got that energy walking in, you yeah. know, I just feel like you have to be out. You can't just be in your home. Yeah. So like whatever your interests are, like go and do that. Whether that's like going on a walk, going to a restaurant by yourself. I don't know. Joining a club. I don't know any clubs. I like, like that too. Or because like volunteering. Yeah, I, I do a lot say, of volunteering. You do a lot of volunteering and you meet yeah. people that way. Yeah. yeah. And good like, people. Yeah. yeah I was just going to say. Yeah. So I, or church. Yeah. Like whatever your interests are, yeah. I feel like you just have to be out and open. Mm -hmm. I think that's huge because you can sit and I'm not like, obviously dating apps are massively successful, but I could see for myself, even like sitting on my couch, talking to 10 people. Yeah. And you're not really like, you're just kind of talking, but you're not really like connecting. Blood isn't moving. You know, you're not like, you're not out and moving and feeling the energy of something. But if you meet someone out, out and you're in it, you're immediately connecting with the vibe. You're immediately not having to go through a month of texts and a month of DMs mm -hmm. and a month of, but you're yeah. already just within five minutes. No, yes or no, there's a vibe. And I feel like that is, and, and then also there's like an energy to your relationship. You met in a place where there's movement and you're, I don't know. I, I do think that that could, you know, fast track you quicker into oh, a, a moment. Oh, a thousand percent. A thousand percent. Yeah. 
Okay, family, one more quick pause. So here's the thing. My name is Jess, and I struggle in the kitchen. I struggle in the grocery store not knowing what to buy for recipes, and I struggle actually producing said recipes in the kitchen. But with HelloFresh, I am a literal chef. At least I feel that way because HelloFresh makes it so easy for me to make delicious meals so simply and so quickly. HelloFresh takes the hassle out of the mealtime this spring by delivering pre-portioned ingredients and easy to prepare recipes right to your door. Skip the checkout lines and get outside in the warmer weather because HelloFresh has dinner covered. They have 40 recipes and over 100 seasonal and convenience items to choose from each week, including options for everyone and every lifestyle. We love their quick and easy meals like their fast and fresh pineapple, chicken tacos, or falafel power bowls, ready in 15 minutes or less. And HelloFresh is cheaper than grocery stores and 25% cheaper than takeout. Oh my gosh, the falafel bowls are amazing. And by the way, good food is too precious to waste. Their pre-portioned ingredients cut down on your food waste by at least 23% compared to grocery shopping, which is good for your wallet and the planet. On top of it all, HelloFresh meals have a 31% lower carbon footprint than the same meals made from supermarket ingredients in nearly all HelloFresh packaging materials are curbside recyclable in most areas of the U.S. Go to HelloFresh.com slash MomDad50 and use code MomDad50 for 50% off. Plus, your first box ships ships free. That's HelloFresh.com slash MomDad50 and use code MomDad50 for 50% off. Plus, your first box ships free. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. So we all know that Evan is in his water drinking era now. Uh, things are different now. <laughs> he is hydrated. He is glowing. But the reason he started drinking water was honestly because we got an Aqua True. This thing is amazing. Aqua True purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis uh, purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters. They even have a Wi-Fi connected purifier and mineral boost options. Okay, this thing is incredible. No joke, you guys. This actually is what got me into drinking water. It's what got him into drinking water. I saw the thing and I was like, I got to use this thing. He loves it. It's uh, it's true because of AquaTrue, I am now drinking purified water on the regular. It's the same technology used by all the major bottled water brands, but now it's available for your home and without the plastic waste. And filters are affordable and long-lasting. No changing filters every two to three months. AquaTrue filters last from six months to two years. It's even portable, which makes it perfect for renters or college dorms. And it looks chic. Mm. The water tastes fantastic. And by the way, in addition to drinking water, you can use it for your coffee, your tea, and all your cooking needs from boiling pasta or veggies to making soup. We can also give it to our pups now, which we love. Mm-hmm. Uh, we really are all drinking way more water now because of our AquaTrue. It's a new era, baby. Aqu- True comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. Today, our listeners receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MOMDAD at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use code MOMDAD. Mm-hmm. Well, when you get on these dates or even when you're meeting someone in person and having your like first initial conversation with them. One of the questions was, what are some good questions to ask? I feel like when I see you out, especially when you first meet someone, number one, you have a plan a lot of times, which I do feel like, again, is a great go to of like, if you have a blanket. Yeah. If you have something planned, literally, if you go on a first date and you have like in, in like the back of your head, a few (laughs) 
questions that you've prepared just that are kind of fun mm-hmm. icebreaker questions that's helpful like what are some questions that you <laughs> have off the top okay so it's some intense ones i'll be like what's your relationship like with your mom whoa i have heard this woman in a loud bar go up to someone first question ask that and i've watched her talk i you guys I've watched a man break down in front of her at a bar and it's like an hour long conversation because she's like, what's your relationship like with your parents? Is there a right answer? Not necessarily. Okay. I think it's more so how they answer it. Got it. Um, because it shows vulnerability right off the back. Like, are you going to respond? Like, how are you going to respond? Are you, I've had people get real mad. Like, don't like, act. That's like, not your business. Why would you ask me that? <laughs> And I'm like, I don't know. You came up to me. <laughs> it turns out you went up to him. You waved at him earlier. Yeah, I like waved him over. I was like, tell me about your mom. And he's like, what? I'm like, I don't know. You asked me that. And you're like, defensiveness? Red flag? So I actually do have that too, where I like pretend to take notes when they talk. <laughs> and that's actually really funny. And then I give them a, like, they're like, can I have your number? I'm like, mm-hmm. If I like, if I didn't like them, I'm like, yeah. mm-hmm. And then I just like give them a, a card and it's like, like a D library. Plus. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's like a grade. No, she takes a napkin and asks the bartender for a pen and will write a report on the napkin and hand it to the person. Insane. And I'm like, he said that. <laughs> it's all about having fun. Like, sure, at the end sure. of the day, it really is just having fun. And the person that, like, any guys that I've actually gone out with or like have formed relationships with think that it's really fun and funny and lighthearted. And that's the kind of guy that personally i'm after yeah that can just like enjoy take life a joke take a joke not take themselves too seriously and it also does really show when someone might have some deep-seated stuff because sometimes <laughs> when i see katie be playful you will see all of a sudden someone you know be get, turned be okay that is not the energy that i i, I want in my life yeah yeah so if they can answer it calmly and be like you know it's good or bad you're like okay that's actually good intel or they can be funny and quippy and rip it back yes. and you know okay i like that yeah right but if they're like don't ask me about my mom <laughs> yeah. and it's most like, of the time geez. they're like i can't wait for you to meet her <laughs> and i'm like let's book the ticket that's a good that's a good line yeah that's that actually a is a really good and it's playful and fun and it's yeah. like taking us what could be a very serious right. question mm-hmm. lighthearted, and then that's also like i'm like okay i like that okay all right yeah. my th- whole thing is just like be fun and carefree but then i've also seen you in more recent years really like on a first date ask all the important questions off the top which i feel like typically you read a dating suggestion book and they're like start here and then make your way here and you're a little bit like i don't want to waste my time so i'm going to ask this person literally first date all of my questions and if they're intimidated by it Bye. A hundred percent. I mean, and that comes also with experience and also being 26 (laughs) (laughs) and just knowing to not waste your time. Yeah. And I'm also like, if I'm on a date with you, I'm not out with my friends. So like, Mm. if I'm going to be out with you, then like it needs to be worth it. So I'll get down to it where I'm like, okay, We'll talk about religion, politics, all the things like what you might have issues with. And I'm just like, here it is. Mm -hmm. And you tell me if those are issues. And if they are, 
like wish you well, but, but you I'm know. not wasting my time anymore. And I'm not, my whole thing too nowadays is just like not getting attached to people that don't deserve it. Mm -hmm. Because it's like you meet somebody and their whole intent is to match your energy. Like if they're into you, they will mm. do whatever it is to match what they think your expectation is. So I'm in what I like to call with men observation season. And they're like, well, what are you looking for? Like, what is it? I'm like, you just act like you would act and how you would treat a woman. And I'll let you know if that aligns with what I'm looking for. I'll know for. It when I see it. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> because that's what I've always done in the past where I've been very vocal in the beginning about these are my expectations. And of course a man's going to be like, oh, I'm going to jump through this hoop and that yep. hoop to yep. be with you and like get you to be my girlfriend and prove to you I'm this guy. But they can't sustain it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, cut to six months later and it looks very different. And, but yeah. then you're already attached and you yeah. already have feelings and you're in love and you're like, oh, well, he's being that way because of X, Y, and Z. So now I'm a little bit more cutthroat mm -hmm. in a way where I'm just not accepting excuses anymore. Where I'm like, I'm not going to tell you what I'm looking for. You act as you would. And if it aligns with what I'm looking for, I'll let you know. Mm-hmm. Mm. So observation season, Observa which is a no pressure season. Yeah, no, hundred, and that's the thing where it's like I'm not allowing myself to catch feelings. So it's it genuinely is like no, like you call me when you want to call me, text me when you want to text me, and we'll see how it goes when when I don't put pressure on you, mm -hmm. or like you know, yeah, you meet someone. Let's say you meet someone at Stagecoach. And <laughs> by the way, everybody, lots of bachelor people at Stagecoach. I'm like, well, I've already had my eye on a few that I feel like Katie might love. Oh my God. See you in paradise. <laughs> see you in paradise, baby. You just wait. <laughs> I could see it. I mean, you gotta just try out. I mean, you gotta just audition. Just audition. Worst case scenario, you can turn it down. Even if they give it to you, you can still turn it down. That's true. But it would be fun to That's audition devastating. and just see if it's like you get if you get to the finish line and you could decide. But that would be fun. Maybe let's do it this weekend. We'll like convince me. Okay. I feel like with you guys and Katie, you yeah, might be we're going to also me. be going with Katie Thurston. Katie Thurston. Yes. I'm on the ladies trip. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> he finally gets to go on a trip with <laughs> us after six years and he's working. <laughs> he's working. But no, with all of us this out there, I, I, I like I just I say, I'll take care of it. You guys he's have like, fun. He's like, he's our driver. Yeah. <laughs> he always is. Bless him. Real quick, real God quick. Bless. Before we continue. I used to be a part of the party, okay? I yeah. used, we, you always used to party together. Then somehow I got kicked out. <laughs> I was kind of like at the center of bringing these things together. And then at some point, I got ousted. And then you guys are like, one day you can hang with me. And I'm like, what Honestly, the fuck Evan, happened? I know exactly when it happened. What? Ha can you tell me? Yes. Do you remember? Yes. <laughs> this is actually fascinating. Yeah, I know. I'm like, when did it happen? Omar's birthday. When her and I like actually, <laughs> no, I'm what? being dead serious. When her what and I actually, <laughs> the first night we met, yeah, first, like the first night we properly met, because I had met you guys like in passing, like no, but yeah, it was I'm like random we parties had and stuff. Many nights together, all three of us with a because, bunch of people. Because I would text Jess and be like, "Hey, this is what we're doing tonight." Uh, because I was so the problem was that you guys lived farther, mm -hmm. and I was legit five minutes from where the party was always happening yeah okay so like i was and i was single and like had when i first moved here i didn't have a job right so i was like 
always available. Right, right. <laughs> Lee, don't judge me. <laughs> I'm a I'm a businesswoman now, but when I first moved here, I did not have a job and no appendix. I got that done right away. And <laughs> now you have both. Well, not no, not the no, appendix. You didn't get a new one. <laughs> She's like, most they, people get appendix removes. I added an appendix. I have three appendix. <laughs> Full of surprises. I know that's biology. <laughs> but no, literally. So I never <laughs> heard of it. It's like I got my appendix done when I moved here. Yeah, most people get like you know they're like, like a facelift. Yeah, I got an I got my appendix injections. done. I was like appendicitis. You're like, give me a what? Delete the appendix. Yeah, just like get rid of her. <laughs> she's, she's toxic. Killing my vibe. She's toxic. Yeah, she was. Quite literally. <laughs> literally toxic. <laughs> but honest to God, so I got her number, and I would invite her and. She was like, no one's inviting us or whatever because you guys had all the things going on. And I was literally every single time we did anything, I stepped foot out of my door and I was like, just just so you know, this is what we're doing. Yeah. And I invited her to everything. So you guys started coming like together and then slowly but surely (laughs) my plan worked. And her and I became closer, and I was like, "Let's go to San Diego." Yeah, because I'm thinking to myself, I'm thinking how this how this all started was me being like, "I don't remember that." Yeah, the way yeah exactly the way it started was like me Uh, bringing Jess to all these parties and all these things, and then all of a sudden because we didn't really know you, I'm not even. What do you mean? Like I remember meeting you guys like in passing at like a Christmas party at a bar, Right, right? Like, but I'm saying before I, I like, was we the sat connect down and talked. to people and friends that I brought her yeah, into. Yeah, because it was totally. we were all like music friends. Because it, it yes. was in the music yeah, world. You and I were not never in music. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, like, la, 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 la. Yeah. So my I world was be. always like, <laughs> that's that confidence. Could be if I wanted to be. <laughs> but long story short here, what I've been trying to get to. <sighs> Tell us. Is that for the longest time, you know, your dad was like the party guy out and about. And I was like, babe, let's go to this thing. And then one day I woke up and I'm at home uh-huh. watching the kid and dogs and they're out partying and I do not know what happened. It was like, well, it was, was like, I got, yeah, I got bamboozled <laughs> hard. Unbelievable. Some people call it cat toozled. Yeah. <laughs> no one's ever called it that kitty. Okay. <laughs> they're like, oh, that was a cat toozle. Well, they will now. <laughs> You just wait. Unbelievable. Stagecoach, they'll be like, you just got tech canceled. (laughs) Unbelievable. I know she's going to take your job at Stagecoach. She's just going to walk by some of the artists and be like, oh, just give her a better vibe here. (laughs) We just like her energy better. Let's just give her a job. I'm like, she doesn't know what I do, though. She's like, it doesn't matter. Like, the energy's vibing. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, I get it. She waved at us, honestly. You just wave at the guys <laughs> I work with and they'll fire me in two seconds. <laughs> I was like, cut him. Just give him the wave. Honestly, dump him. <laughs> That's my advice to everyone. Dump him. If you're thinking about it, dump him. I was going to mm. say, I'm like, there are a lot of questions here. One, for instance, should I reach out to a guy who ghosted me and give it a second try? No. You say, no way. Because I full-heartedly believe... If he wanted to text you, he would. If he wanted to call you, he would. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just am like, nah, just not. He's worth not worth time. my time. Yeah, my, I'm too busy. Yeah. Mm. Now, if you've been like talking for months and months and months mm-hmm. and going on dates and then nothing, like I would say, check in a few times and be like, hey, is everything okay? But 
after that? On because if it's if that's a red flag to start, yeah, of course, that's going to be a red flag later. They say the red flags in the beginning are why you break up in the end, mm-hmm. and it's so true. I look oh, at every relationship and I'm like, yep, everything that you make excuses for is what ends up being your problems in the end. Yeah. Mm. Oh no, absolutely. Yeah, because it, there were a lot of questions asking, like thoughts on you know sending a second text when the person hasn't texted back the first time second texts are different and i'm not against them because i'm i actually believe it or not when i'm actually into somebody i do not play games i'm very straightforward and my whole thing again is back to energy like have we been texting every day and talking on the phone every day for three months and then all of a sudden he's no longer Mm. to be heard from that's different than Mm -hmm. like oh we went on one date and then i never heard from him again yeah Cause like the three month thing, I'm like, maybe reach out and just make sure everything's cool. Like he's not like physically like something happened. Yes. Like no joke. When my appendix did burst, Lee, you're like <laughs> trying to make fun of me for it. <laughs> Rude. I went off the grid for a week. <clears throat> it's true. And no and one, they, could, and find no one you. could find me. And they were like, are you okay? And I was like, oh no, I was actually getting like major surgery. Yeah. So it's like those rare things can happen. That's the exception. It's not the rule. Yeah. But like, if you want to date with somebody and they don't respond, their appendix might have burst. Well, then they'll reach out when they're done. Yeah. Right. You know, but in general, yeah. After one date, if they don't reach out, then I would just say, read, read the writing on the wall. Will you ask someone on a date? So not on a date, but I will be like, oh my gosh. Well, actually a thing in college, what I would do a lot of the times <laughs> I'd be like, oh my God, we should totally go on a date. And they're like, really? And I'm like, yeah, let's go right now. And then I would take them to like Cane's or Taco Bell or something. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be hungry. And then I would sit there with them and have a date. I'm like, this was super fun. (laughs) That's like actually a really, that's an exciting moment. It's it's very exciting. So I like that though. That's a good move because it it makes the night memorable. Yeah. Because most of the time it's like, yo, I got this girl's number. It was sweet. I'm going to hit her up in a day or two so I don't seem desperate or what you know the games can start yeah. yeah but if it goes right there like we're leaving the bar right now that is makes for a very memorable experience like let's go to swingers oh yeah open till like what 3 4 a.m. so that's a great idea it was late night yeah and like you said you always remember it like even if it doesn't work out even yeah. if that's all that's the only place that it goes you'll always remember that night yeah, I like the idea of just trying a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that is interesting to me as someone who's like listening to this conversation. It's like just the just the ability to also yeah not be taken too seriously and also just try a bunch of stuff and just like see what works, see what doesn't. That was exciting. That was a dud. That didn't work. That mm-hmm. strategy didn't work. That wasn't fun. That was really fun. And just not taking it all too seriously in that way. I find that interesting. Oh, totally. Because you do that in so many different other parts of your life. Yeah. Just try things. It's It's... I feel like it's savoring every moment in life where you're like, okay, yeah, I'm not going to get caught up in if this didn't work out the exact way that I wanted it to or not, Mm -hmm. or if this person didn't ask me out the way that I wanted them to. I'm just going to be like, hey, let's go on a date right now. Right. And if they go, no way, then you're like, okay, bye. I'm going to go get canes by myself and I'm going to go sit in front of my TV and enjoy some Bravo and never think about them again. Or we'll have a funny, great first date at Del Taco moment. A hundred percent. 
I feel like just people in general are so fearful of rejection mm. and that needs that narrative needs to change. Yeah. Like you just, I don't know. Rejection's fine. You don't have to be, you could be the, what's the quote? The ripest, juiciest peach in the patch. And some people just don't like peaches. Oh. And that's okay. And that's literally my mantra. I'm going to get that I'm tattooed like, on my ass. <laughs> along with, <laughs> who said it? And it's just like, Katie. In quotes. Yeah, yeah, it just says dash Katie <laughs> on dash your ass. Katie. I will say, guys, if anyone was to, if she was to ever get a tattoo of a quote on her ass, it would be a Katie tattoo. I've almost quote. gotten Katie's name tattooed on me certain nights when we've been out. I'm like, I'm going to do like, it. I'm going to do it. And I will do it at it. some point. I will get Katie tattooed on my ass. I'm like, you have 300 tattoos. Just get my name. No, yeah, it would really mean something if you got a tattoo of her name because you don't have tattoos i know i feel like i'd have to be like harriet the spy on the bottom of the foot or something yeah, we'll, we'll do it one day yeah <laughs> we'll do it one day i'll be like crying like Whoa. <laughs> um okay tips for dating after heartbreak Ugh. gosh i know this a little too well yeah i don't think you're gonna ask me this. Sorry. <laughs> no um i would say i've been in some serious breakups mm -hmm. gone through serious breakups my advice would be at least for the first and again the timeline's different for everybody mm -hmm. depending on what was going on in your relationship how traumatic the breakup was blah 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 but i have always taken like a month of i'm not really going out honestly a lot of the times i go home to my mom yeah and i'm just like home and letting her kind take of care. take care of yeah. me and I'm like making sure I'm like eating dinner and stuff yeah. um but I just really nurse the heartbreak mm -hmm. I journal I listen to sad music I cry I go on walks where I'm just crying I, I just like let it all out and then when I come back to my reality I'm like okay I'm okay and I'm ready to put myself back out there mm -hmm. yeah I feel like the heartbreak I've seen you go through, you always do such an amazing job of like really keeping that sacred time for yourself after. You never rush yourself at all and you always give yourself like a different amount of like allotted time while you're healing. And then when you get back in, you like dip your toe. Yes. You, you'll you you'll communicate with me where you're like, okay, the most I got right now is uh, is a dinner. Yeah. I can come over to your house and then the next hang is let's go out to dinner and then let's go out to a comedy show and dinner and you kind of like edge your way back in and I don't feel like you rush yourself. Yeah, I think that's time. Just like giving yourself the time to nurse what was lost because mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of times with breakups, you're grieving a life you thought you were going to have. Mm. yeah at least in my experience yeah because you're like oh we're together we're building this we're building this life we're working towards a common goal mm -hmm. and a breakup is like oh that life that i've been planning for the last x amount of time is no longer what i thought it was going to be at least in my experience and maybe i also need to change my thinking in, no. in that but you know when you're with somebody and you're committed you're building a future and you're especially at our age 26 um just <laughs> especially in our mid-20s especially when you're in your mid-20s you're really you know you're just like you're building towards common goals yeah whether that's like marriage babies house 
you know, whatever that is for right, you. Right. Um, so just like allowing yourself the freedom to feel what you need to feel. Grief isn't linear. I mean, you've seen mm. that with me where I'm like perfectly fine. And then all of a sudden something triggers you and you're like, oh, wow, did not know I still had that in me. Mm. Um, and just letting it out and just being having grace for yourself and yeah, just really, I don't know, feeling it, but not committing yourself to staying in that space. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, okay, I'm, an, I'm not going to be here for more than an hour or two hours or whatever it is, yeah. you know, like as you slowly as the days pass after a breakup, don't get stuck in it and don't get stuck in what could have been because mm-hmm. the reality is that's not what it is. Yeah. And that's most of the time you break up because that end goal would have never happened. Yeah. And that's a hard thing to let go of. Like I look at my last relationships where I'm like, oh, I'm crying because I thought we were going to like get married and have a family and blah, blah, blah. No, that fa- that would have never happened with this man. Yeah. And that's why we broke up. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think it's just letting go of what you thought the end goal was going to be. Yeah. But you're still grieving that. Well, and that's, it's really powerful. And I, I know too, just being your friend, um, something I've seen you do is that I admire a lot is that, um, whatever your grief might be about when you, like you were saying, because grief isn't linear, you always do a really good job of communicating with me and our other friends where you, again, not being fearful and getting stuck in your head, you put it out there and you let us know, Hey, this is the space I'm in. So this is how much I can give right now. Mm -hmm. Instead of just like pushing it down and like hiding in a hole. I know I can like just not text anyone and go in a hole and it doesn't help me at all. Right. You know, of course, sometimes you need that time alone and you will do that. But I know for myself and then I will have a hard time sometimes communicating to other people. But what you do is you put that out there. Let us know. Your friends know you put out the siren so that we can be there for you as much as you know, you need us to be or want us to be or whatever. And then we're also able to know like when we are going out or when we do come over, like what space you're in. So then you're not caught in a situation where you're like, this is making it worse or I'm spiraling or I don't feel safe communicating how I feel with my friends. Like we all know going in where you're at. Totally. You know, but I also give credit to you and our like other close friends for creating that space. Cause you know me, I'm not like someone that normally shares my feelings of like what's personally going on. Like it's, is a lot for me to be like, Hey, this is what's happening in my life. Like I'm very much like not that way. Yeah, You're a private Scorpio. Yes. But you very private, but I appreciate our friendship where you've allowed that space to be like, Hey, not texting back because X, Y, and Z is going on. Mm -hmm. And like, you'll hear from me when you hear from me. Mm. Yeah. So I think it really is too, just like creating those boundaries with people Mm -hmm. and your good friends will understand. And those that don't, they're not supposed to be in your life. Yeah. And the people that I've actually been reading this book, What's the title? Shout it out. Link it. I know. <laughs> at um, Sharpie. <laughs> at Sharpie. <laughs> at Bad Mom. At Tripper Sounds. At Lee. 
who's private on Instagram. (laughs) 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 It's healing your heart after disappointment. Mm. And it's a quick read. And it's like, it's very obvious. A lot of the stuff that they say in it, but like a big thing is like, why do I need this now? Mm -hmm. And it's like, you can have everything in your life, but why do I need it now? And so I'm just been giving myself the grace of patience to be like, I don't need all this stuff now. Like I can give my time to heal and pour myself into my friends or my family or my work. Like it doesn't necessarily need to be a relationship. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of my Zen mindset right now Mm. where I'm like, I'd much rather go to the zoo with Ember than like on a first date with a guy I'm not even into. Yeah. Because I like met him once at a bar and he asked me out. And Ember would prefer that too. <laughs> and Ember's she's like, very needy of your Aunt time. Katie, we're going to run through the zoo. I'm going to show you every animal and I'm going to explain it all to you. And I'm like, cool. So um, I think I answered the question maybe. You yeah. absolutely did. Give no, yourself time and love. Baby. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I love that. I love that. All right. One more and then call home. Perfect. This one. (laughs) That laugh makes me nervous. How do I tell my partner their feet smell? (laughs) Oh my God. Did our friend write that in? (laughs) That's actually a good one. That's very true. I feel like like we could could apply that to just how can I tell my partner something something kind of embarrassing or tough. Yeah, that that I'm having a a rough go with. Like, you know. How about breath? All of a sudden your breath just is gross. Yeah, like you've been eating something and now it's like been really rough. I feel like some of you won't struggle with this. Like I know some of you out there can just write to your partner and be like, your fucking mouth is disgusting. (laughs) But for those of you who may be dating maybe. Newly but, dating. But maybe maybe in that in that yeah. period of like, hey, everything about you is great, but those feet are just I can't breathe, or your breath is brutal or something yeah, like, like that. Like yeah. two months in, like the top of the second month. Ugh. Like it's fresh. If you lasted two months with bad breath. <laughs> or God it developed. Bless. Oh, it developed. Yeah. <laughs> the foot stench um, developed. Yeah. I would say the foot stench developed. <laughs> like, yikes. We actually did have a friend that dealt with this. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh-huh. We did. Oh, mm-hmm. bad stink. Mm-hmm. A rough stench. It and I know bad. this person. Yes. You know yeah. both of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, the double stench. Okay. Mm-hmm. I understood. Well, one had stench. Okay. Got night. it. But yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the other friend would come to us and be like, you guys, it's what getting like, really what bad. Like, what, what happens? Do? What yeah. happens? I would say when you're approaching any situation where it's uncomfortable, just put yourself in their position. Like, mm. how would you want to be spoken to? Yeah. Obviously, like with kindness and respect and out of love. And I feel like if you genuinely have that those conversations, being honest and being kind, don't be drinking. <laughs> don't like be, be very sober. Be sober. <laughs> and just out of love and just be direct and be like, hey, my thing with problems, I always like to come with a solution. So to yes. be like, hey, you have bad breath. Like maybe we brush our teeth after we <laughs> eat dinner or maybe it's together. bad. Together. It's something we do together. Listerine subscription. Yeah. Like we have 30,000 strips of Listerine. <laughs> or just like, I don't know, just coming out of place with like, hey, this is a problem. I love you still, but like it needs to be fixed. Right. 
like it's just it's, all kindness yeah all it's kindness not a huge deal but like i got you dr shoals insoles that have a fragrance to it or ability yeah i'm gonna go febreze all of their shoes and socks like without them knowing and then see if that works out and then if it doesn't then we can have a conversation about you know yeah i feel like me and you i was don't just gonna really, say how would yeah. you tell evan that but i feel like me and her actually this is a good advice because me and you don't generally like I don't know. It's like we also we don't poop in front of each other. We don't fart in each front Ew, of each other. I would other. never do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. But I'm it's saying not we don't, no, we don't do stuff like that in front of each other. So we technically could come across something that you know what I'm saying. We're Have not. You? We're not. I'm trying to think if there has been something. I feel there's like there been, has. No. You know what? Yes. There's been a couple <laughs> times where all of a sudden Evan will be like. Your breath kind of smells, or like you know, what's that? You kind of, you kind of, you know, he whatever. Says and that to you? <laughs> <laughs> Leave the room now. <sighs> she is perfect, and you do not say but anything okay, like you that. You used to be an ally. Okay, I don't know what happened. That's when? another thing that happened. We used to be, you know, you used to be like, you know, pretty, pretty, like, you know down so i don't know what happened but like nope. i'm not <laughs> i don't know i don't i don't believe that no i'm like i've seen I'm katie like, katie's always been on my side and like, every Jess is perfect <laughs> and literally hung the moon <laughs> hung the moon she did um but <laughs> look it up look it <laughs> look it up who hung the moon? Yeah, like Encyclopedia <laughs> Britannica. Um, <laughs> it's on my winky page. <laughs> Do you say winky? winky? It's on my Do you winky. Mean winky? Isn't it winky? No. <laughs> wiki. 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 She's Wikipedia. not on Instagram or the internet. Or, or on winky, any of those websites. I'm like, what is the internet? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, you're probably living your best life because of that. No, but you've like, said that to me a few times, and uh, I'll be like, are you? And I'll be like, oh my God, that is yeah. so rude. And then I'll run and, like, you know, brush my teeth or whatever. But. I don't know. I think I think for me at least, he'll kind of laugh when he says or it. Or just say it matter of fact, like don't say it in a way that you're like trying to. Because I feel almost feel like the more like you dance around it, the more it becomes an intense thing. But if you're like, babe, I love your breath, kind of a little bit, <laughs> then all of a sudden it's just kind of over. As opposed to like mm. if you were to be like, um, babe, uh, you know what I mean, and get like awkward about it, then all of a sudden it feels like a bigger deal. Yeah, he'll kind of laugh and say it. I mean, it hasn't happened very often, but every <laughs> once in a while, and I'll be like, that is so rude and then i immediately go and i brush my teeth and we kind of laugh about it but we've you know it's also too it's been together like forever. 17 18 37 years, years. <laughs> yeah exactly 26 so, years i'm like as long God. as you've been alive we've been together uh, like literally <laughs> as long as i've been alive you guys have been together i am their child <laughs> <laughs> i am their firstborn not aunt katie but it. i think because <laughs> probably <me>. we've been <laughs> already done i think because we have been together for so long it makes that a little smoother yeah. just because you're like okay I've been yeah. with you for so yeah. long but I don't Newly know dating. I, like, I like a fix though I like what you were saying a fix like if you yeah. would have handed me a Listerine strip I would have appreciated that more I would have been like oh thanks for the solution right okay yeah I'm I'll a solution that. you know what I mean yeah. just like yeah. pop a mint in my mouth if the coffee breath is bad <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Be like, hey, you want some gum? Yeah. yeah. And if they say no, be like, I think you should have some gum. <laughs> be like, oh, I love gum. Why come you don't like gum? Let's do gum. 
You're like, fine, Listerine. And, yeah, and then when they say, I no, I don't want gum, just be like, let's have a contest about who can blow the biggest <laughs> bubble right now. It becomes like an ember let's lesson. Let's chew about yeah. 12 pieces together and then see how big of a bubble you guys can blow. And then what comes with feet, you'll be like, hey, let's yeah. go get pedicures together. Yeah, because I guess it's like, what's the cause of the, the stench? The stench. Yeah. What's the origin? Throw off those yeah. old shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Buy them new shoes. Be like, oh my God. Hey, here's a fresh here's pair. Here's some new Nikes. Yeah. Uh, genuinely, a pedicure might help. Yeah. Scrub off some of the mold. Oh, that's so disgusting. <laughs> mold. <laughs> Just, oh, sorry. Uh, mold. Plug in at manicure. <laughs> at manicure at Sharpie. Okay. <laughs> Should we do a call home? Let's do what's a call, call home. Wait, what's a call home? Call home is when the family... Oh, yeah, I forgot you don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> I thought we were having family dinner. <laughs> Lee? <laughs> Lee, can Ready? you explain to me what a call home is, please? Well, we're just going to jump right in. Let's do it. What? It's no. Remember, you can always call home. She knows the song? I thought I did. Hey, Jess and Evan, um, huge fan of the new podcast. Um, so I have a friendship dilemma that I'd love to get your advice on. So a few years ago, we were in college and my boyfriend and I set up two of our friends. We'll call them Amy and John. <laughs> Amy was a bit younger than us, but she was kind of you know, in my sorority and John was moving from high school. Fast forward, they're together for about four years. This past January, John ended it, but my boyfriend and I made it super clear to both John and Amy that we still like wanted to be friends with both of them. We wanted to be as supportive as possible. And Amy lives in a different city, so it's not like that hard for us to keep the friendship separate. But anyways, a few weeks ago, she reached out suspecting that John is starting to hang out with a different girl kind of in our friend group. And she feels like they're really stabbing her in the back. Mm -hmm. I basically set the boundary that I didn't want to gossip about her ex to her. And she absolutely lost it. She was supposed to come and visit us for the weekend, just never showed up, didn't cancel. She kind of ghosted us for almost two weeks. And so I reached back out to kind of extend an olive branch and try and move past this. And she basically said that she needs to reevaluate our entire friendship. Um, she's been a really close friend of mine for the past six years, and it feels like she's completely throwing our friendship away because I'm trying to stay friends with both her and her ex. Um, I've been giving her some space, but... I'm just not sure if I should continue to make the effort to keep this relationship or if I should take her actions and words kind of at face value and let the friendship end. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Oh, I'll let you go first. The friendship drama is tough. I think what's so good about this question yeah. is, is that we've all had versions of this, which mm -hmm. is like yeah. we care about someone. They don't get along with someone else that maybe like, let's say, your friend had beef with them. You didn't have beef with them. So your experience has been nothing but peachy. They can't stand it because they've ha had beef. And you're like, well, this is tough here. Like there's a loyalty thing at play. There's a, I like both of you. Life's good. Yeah. I don't want to blow this. I don't want to have to pick sides. Like it's like a divorce, right? It's like if you yeah, were, it's totally. like, how do you deal with that? That's a tough one. I mean, uh, my initial instinct is to say you know i think you know like you knew in your gut the way that you needed to handle it and i think like you said you put up that boundary because you were good friends with or are good friends with both of them that you didn't want to dive into potential gossip i don't know how much you know about 
quote unquote John and like who the friend, the mutual friend he's seeing is like and how close of a friend that person was to Amy. You know, that might make it a little sticky if that was like a really good friend to Amy. But I guess that's between the two of them. I would say I would say simultaneous simultaneously remember that Amy is like really hurting right now. And obviously she's feeling extreme heartbreak. I don't think it's you're the right person for her to put that um, frustration out on. But sometimes when you're hurting, the people you feel the safest with, unfortunately, will get the retribution of your anger and frustration and heartbreak. And you can put it on the people you feel safe with. So obviously she does feel safe with you. Um, I would like give it a minute to simmer, even if she says our friendship is over and is a little explosive. If I was in your situation, I would probably say, hey, I hear you, but I want to let you know that I love you and I want to be here for you and see if she comes back in a little bit because I could see her. Obviously, if your boundary, if your intuition says no, you know, I'm done. But friends are so important that I would say that like let her like give her that moment as hurtful as it is. And I'm really sorry you're going through it, but give her that moment because I'm sure in a little bit she'll come back and be like, I'm sorry that I reacted the way I did, but I was really hurt. And just, yeah, that's my that's my initial instinct in this situation. Mm. What do you think, Kate Bob? No, I agree. I mean, clearly she's coming from a place of pain. Yeah. And you just kind of react. I would say agreed. Give her some time and then maybe throw out, hey, why don't I come and visit you? Mm. And it's outside of her coming to maybe what would have been where she was coming with her boyfriend. Yeah, the memories. The memories. And it's you putting a clear effort into the friendship of mm -hmm. like, I'm going to travel to see you. Let's have a good time. And hopefully at that point, enough time has passed. That's a good idea. Extending that. And then if yeah. she says no. Then that's, you know, you have your answer. And maybe it's just more time. I don't know. I've had girlfriends when they're going through a breakup and they are nightmares. <laughs> yeah, they sure. are absolute nightmares, but you love them through it. Yeah. And you know and that then, you know, you have the, those moments. I think about when I was going through Evan and my breakup, I was a tornado of a human being to a lot of friends around me. Yeah. Because it's just all your emotions. Yeah. So I would say throw out a visit to her. And mm -hmm. then if it doesn't work, you've done what you can do. Mm. Agreed. Mm. Me? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think both of you guys had like amazing points. I, I like the idea of going out to her because it shows value without having to be like, I choose you over them, by the way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I also like, I think sometimes like uh, an offering of loyalty might be good too. Like if it's early on to be like, I'm thinking I'm going to stay away from the guy for a month. Mm. Not in a way of like, screw him, but just to be like, hey, Kevin, uh, you know, my friend's going through a lot right now. I'm just kind of like making sure she's good. It's just no beef to you, but I just want to make sure she's good right now. And then yeah. let's hang out in a month. There's almost like a way to play it to where it's like, she's not hearing that like you're hanging out together a week after they broke up and there's like all this hurt. It could be a way to be like, Hey, I'm just going to take a break from like, you don't have to see him ever. You know, you can wait a week or a couple of weeks and just kind of let things settle a little bit and where mm -hmm. you could kind of talk to her a couple of times, get your friendship right, make her feel like there's support there. 
and then over time slowly hang out again like you know that i think if i'm thinking about myself and one of my really great friends was hanging out with someone who like maybe broke my heart yeah. a week after i could see myself being really hurt and yeah, being like yeah, wow sure. is there really no like get for my back sure. at all but if they waited like a month or two to hang out with them and then we talked a bunch, worked through, and then at some point they were in a friend group and hung, I would feel like, okay, cool. Yeah, you kind of warm, you kind of like, you made me a priority, but then you also didn't like say middle finger to that friend. I'm never talking to them again. Totally. You know, yeah. it kind of got me to like see your side. Yeah. That would I be think mine. That's good. I think that's good. Tough though. Yeah, it's a tough situation, <sighs> but. Good luck yeah. with it. I'm Good sure. Luck. I'm sure yeah. your friend. It, it will mend. These are painful times. Yeah. Breakups are always so hard, and breakups are the worst. And the hearts are so sensitive. That, There's no right way. Yeah, I think it'll mend. Maybe stick yeah. it out, because that's your friend. Yes. Yeah. That was fun. Oh my gosh, Katie. Katie, you came on a podcast. Katie, you did a oh podcast. www.yourmomanddad.com/slash/aunt-katie. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, that doesn't exist, so don't go to that page. I don't know what weird shit's on that page. That might be you some weird what, dark though, web honestly, stuff. by the time that she that this episode drops, knowing Aunt Katie, she might have created a website. It's not past her to have uh, uh, Slash Aunt talked Katie. about creating her own her own uh, dating app. Katie. Lee, do you know how to make an app? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. Katie, Katie has an idea that she wants to start her own dating app and it's just called Katie, like get someone to make it. And so when someone's like, can I find you on the dating app? She's like, you can find me on Katie. And it's literally just an app where you can just date Katie. And we just call you it Katie. Could, you could, like, yeah, there's all sorts of amenities and things on there. You can that, send me flowers yeah. or chocolates or Uber Eats. Or McDonald's. <laughs> I love McDonald's. At McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Katie, we love you so oh, much. I love you guys. Can't wait to have our stagecoach oh. adventures. Uh, we'll talk about Family it will report back with how it goes and maybe which uh, maybe gentleman from Bachelor Maybe you'll get a rose. I believe in it. I know it. <laughs> we love you, family. Bye, guys. Bye. Love you. Oh, wait, do you need to weekend. plug anything? I What? <laughs> nope love you guys All have right, a great bye. weekend bye <laughs> plug what <laughs>